Welcome to the Crime of the Century podcast, where we expose higher education as a scam that it is. I'm Kevin Prendeville, and I believe that because of what we're teaching our students, we're losing an entire generation. Now, today, as always, we'll be diving headfirst into controversial subjects, undaunted by political correctness. As we wrap up this series on jobs and education, I'd like to readdress the point that we explored at the start. Funny enough, it made me think of an old Alice Cooper song, Lost America, which is satirical and, and as a side note, hilarious. If you haven't heard it, I think it was in 94, uh, it's awesome. But uh, it's where this episode gets its name as well. And I believe we've all lost a little and it only gets greater without direction, obviously. So today we'll explore uh, this communication with ourselves and maybe the crime of the century. So one of the things that really came to mind uh, was when I heard, I can't think of his name now, but he talked about how human beings, it was a pastor and I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he talked about how human beings are built for worship, that we either worship God or we pick something else, hence idolatry. And that was the topic of, of his series was modern day idols. And I don't mean, you know, it's if you idolize Elvis, you're going to hell. It means if you, if you, you know, worship even abstract ideals like uh, money, which is a little bit, when I wrote the book, uh, Morals of Money, that uh, delved into it a little bit, although it's not uh, a, uh, an overarching theme of the book. It, it certainly is some people do worship money and that's all that they worship or cars or their dogs even or, or or uh, political ideologies or any of that stuff, when that becomes front and center, we begin to focus on that to the point where everything else is either moot or, or evil in our minds. Which basically means that we either think of anybody who is in that space as well as the good guys, anyone outside is either uh, doesn't exist or you know is actively trying to prevent us from getting that idea you know they are the bad guys so when you think about it and you think of let's take in Antifa and they've waned in popularity uh, which is a good thing but it's a little surprising but they worship the idea of a socialist or communist America to the point where they are willing to beat people up and do whatever it takes because the people who are actively trying to prevent the creation of some sort of socialist or communist United States, they're the bad guys that need to get beat up and hit with sticks because there's nothing. If you challenge that idea of the world and force them to question it, well then everything's out the window. Now, the beautiful, really the beautiful thing about, at least for the Christian and Jewish God, is what it says in the Old Hebrew, uh, which is essentially the definition of Israel, which means, you know, to question God. So you can worship God and still question your own worldview and come to a greater understanding. That's how we got to the Renaissance. That's how we got to the Enlightenment, which started this whole academic tradition, really, the modern academic tradition. So... There's something to be said for when a culture loses its sight, loses its its 
ability to worship something greater than itself and instead worships its own creation, which is a little backwards. You would think, you know, we all respect, or I would hope that we all respect and honor our parents. They, in large part, created us. I'm not going to explain that here, but so we not worship them, but we honor them, we respect them. We, in many cases, we obey them, certainly during our younger years. And with the same God who created you, you respect and obey, and, and in that case, worship. That's great, but doesn't it seem a little backwards where society and human beings created the idea of, of money and you worship that creation instead of that creation idolizing you. That seems a little backwards, doesn't it? But we don't think of it that way. We think of it as, you know, just being really into something or, or something being a, a hobby. And really what it does is it prevents us from creating something with that. So there are many things you can do with money that's not worshiping it. If you go and you build a business or you create you know, something else, or you create a charity and you do something with it. That's not worshiping money, that's using it as it's intended, that's a, using it as a tool. Even if you spend it on a new car or luxury item or something like that, though that's not the best use of it, it's still not necessarily uh, worshiping it. And sometimes, you know, if in the case of buying a luxury item, it's used for, um, it's used for improving your living conditions. And there's nothing wrong with that. So don't get me wrong. Don't, I'm not saying, you know, give everything up and go live in the woods like some sort of hippie. That's, that's not what I'm saying at all. But when many people critique the U.S. or many people, what is, has been the knock on the United States since, well, since about the hippies, is, uh, has always been, oh, it's all consumerism. It's all, and that's all capitalism's fault. Everyone only cares about money. Well, that only comes in when we've replaced God with something else, some sort of idol, whether it be money or possessions or whatever it is. Because if we don't have God on that throne and we can't question our own worldview, it, it makes us kind of narrow and shallow. And all of the negative things that come with somebody when we use those adjectives all of those negative things are, are, are because you can't, for them, they can't question the things that are that are already in place because it would disrupt their entire worldview if it's based on something that isn't God. Now, we, as we've talked about, are built to worship. So we all have to contend with the idea of God at some point in our lives whether we do when we're seven and our parents are taking us to church or we do when we're 70 and we're contemplating the end of life. At some point on, on your timeline, you have to decide, do I follow a religion? Do I believe in a creator? Or do I do neither of those things? It's pretty obvious. And many people fall into those three categories. And we have started to learn, we'll put quotes on it, that you know, religion's this, this construct 
you know, God is just this construct. And so the sociologists have, have taught us that that is unnatural and for whatever reason, you know, you know, maybe we created God so that we could oppress others or we created religion so we could tell others what to do, which is not the case at all, but that's the Marxist point of view. And so we learn that that contention, that idea we have in our, in our head is a bad thing and we learn to ignore it or we just make the assumption that, well, then God doesn't exist. Okay, so what are you going to worship in his place? Well, some historical cases, and I hate bringing up Nazi Germany because everyone does it, but, but the fact when they combined nationalism with socialism, you basically had Germans who could not bear the thought of life without Adolf Hitler. When the U.S., and in some cases the Soviets, although it was a little different with the Soviets because they were pretty brutal when they went into Germany in uh, 40, late 44, early 45. But especially when the, when the U.S. would go into these towns and you would have classrooms full of like dead kids and teachers because they did not want to live in a, in a Germany that didn't have Hitler. And that they believed that, that the German state was the whole reason that they lived. They were, they, born, they were born to carry out the socialist cause, create a, a Germany that dominated Europe. And without that, there was no point to life, to the point where they killed themselves. That is what happens when you replace nationalism, when you place God with nationalism, when you place God with socialism, when you, when you take political and social constructs and put them on the throne of God. Now, some people have put, uh, as we've seen, uh, another bad thing. Harvey Weinstein clearly put sex on that throne and he was willing to use his money and power and all of that in the hopes of getting to sex, whether it was you know, forceful or not. And nobody when they when they, when that kind of face is revealed in society that it always exists people seem uh, and rightly so recoil at it we see the ill effects of it all of it leads to ruin and, and in the US today we are living now in a unfortunate culture uh, a study came out from USA today that says that teenagers today are overly materialistic that they attribute value to possession of things and objects. That to me is unproductive. It is wrong, morally wrong, because there are people, I mean, can you imagine if, if someone like Abraham Lincoln thought he was valueless when he was growing up just because they were poor at the time? It is so fleeting and 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 so brief people can be especially in today's world people can be born poor and get to end up being rich people can be poor get to rich be poor again it, it it's so liquid it's so malleable that man can you imagine if your if your worth your self-worth was based on that well that that would leave you feeling empty and ruinless because you would always have to buy the the the, the next hot new product and that and that's terrible but if you have God in that place and your life is to honor God and your life is to 
support what you've been created for, which is not just to buy things, then you are resistant to all of those ills of society. But what we have been left with is, is, is this empty feeling that is in some part created by that humanities department that we mentioned uh, at the beginning of the, the show. Because we've taken the view that there is no God, so, you know, just whatever. Well, what are you going to worship then? And when it comes down to it, if it's something that's not God, that you're willing to, to, to fight and die over, are you, I mean, are you sure it's even worth it? And the fact of the matter is, I don't really think it is. And the fact that we're teaching an entire generation to grow up on consumerism will lead us into a great crime of the century.